0: Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome back to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, back with another episode charting the highs and lows of our industry's lockdown so far with a generous helping of optimism as to what the rest of 2021 holds. This week, ahead of International Women's Day, it was a real pleasure to talk to Jackie Stevenson, who is the current Wackle president For the uninitiated, Wackle stands for Women in Advertising and Communications London, and they are this incredible networking organisation made up of female leaders in agencies, advertisers and media owners, and they exist to accelerate gender equality in our industry. Jackie is also global CEO and co-founder of the Brooklyn Brothers, an IPG-owned ad agency, as well as an internationally acclaimed ballroom dancer. I know. Jackie is a really fascinating person to talk to, not just because of her incredible resume. But she exudes positivity and you just sense this single-minded will to get things done, not to just keep talking about them. We get into the latest Wackle initiative, Flexible First, and its relevance to International Women's Day. We talk about the government's decision to reinstate gender pay gap reporting, something Wackle campaigned incredibly hard for. And what advice Jackie has for young women joining the industry. I started by asking her what it's been like to be the residing Wackle president under lockdown,
1: becoming Wackle president um, in 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 the middle of a of a lockdown um, was not easy. Definitely, it was certainly um, a hugely daunting task, particularly around the connections that that we have as a club. Mm. Um, we're hugely close as a club, um, and our network is something that we're enormously proud of and not being able to kind of meet with that network yeah. and consult face-to-face and do things face-to-face were, was really, really difficult. I mean, super tough for, for all of us, but particularly, you know, any of us who are running kind of clubs and organisations mm. that thrive on people meeting. Um, however, I, I kind of chose um, to see it as um, an opportunity. Um, and certainly that's um, what I encourage my exec to see it as, um, who've been um incredible um mm. and a huge support to the club and, and, and to us all the way through this um because really it was an opportunity for us to, to reach more women um more often in numbers that previously we could only have dreamed of yeah. um, normally you know we're kind of beg borrowing, and stealing venues um mm-hmm. and venues have capacities but but now you know we could we could reach into so many women's homes um and and have conversations mm. um so I think it really really helped us in terms of reach and that was a huge opportunity but I think also it it helped us in terms of um personal connection Mm. because when you are um in someone's room um and you are you're having a conversation with them you've got an ability to be able to have that much more personal connection Mm. and I think sometimes you know one of the things that that Wackle has has really kind of um struggled with a bit in the past is that you know we're a group of women who know each other well so if you come into a room of women who know each other well, sometimes it's hard to get to be part of that conversation and it can Mm. feel a bit daunting whereas I think you know the opportunity we had as Wackle now was that um, we were Wackle for everyone and we could have one-on-one conversations and 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 be really personal in what we were doing it wasn't just about kind of walking into into a huge room so I think you know that's what I chose to to really look at this as is is a real opportunity for us to reach more women and have more personal connections with women Um, women who um can support and Mm. help with the benefit of our insight and our advice Uh, but also ourselves I think you know it's really really tough at the moment being a leader in Mm. general Um, leadership is is hugely tough but being a female leader now um, in the pandemic running businesses trying to chart a course is incredibly tough and I think being able to be there for our members is something that um, is, 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 is hugely important and I think the final the Final thing was was um, as the pandemic really unfolded, um, our mission became super clear. Mm. Um, you know, our mission is really to ensure that we keep gender equality top of the agenda. Um, Whackle won't be a club or a need for a club anymore when we have true gender equality in, yeah. in our industry. And I think you know, as the pandemic progressed, we could see that women were really having a very tough time. Um, and our mission. Really really to help make sure that that agenda for equality was, was really top of mind, was, was important. And I think, you know, we are pretty powerful as a group uh, yeah. when we get together. Um, we do count some of the most influential women in advertising, media and creative in our ranks. And I think really as a pack, when we act, we're powerful. So really I was there as a, as a president just to power us up and focus us and make sure that when we act, We really could kind of deliver that power, which I really hope, you know, in in, in the last eight months that we've shown that we can.
0: Yeah. And, And if my LinkedIn feed was anything to go by, I mean... The number of red t-shirts of campaigners was incredible and I just I I love this mentality of you know we can all separately do our thing but actually when we come together and do something that's when you get that's when you get these incredible things I I really want to talk about some of those incredible things um I I would love to talk about flexible first first of all because that must be something that you're mega proud of
1: oh I think you know flex flexible working was something that um it was. It's always been important for us in terms of the conversation at WACAL, but I mm-hmm. think um, the pandemic really um, offered us an opportunity to really make sure that flexible working was top of the future of work agenda. Yeah. Um, and I think you know maybe maybe we should kind of start with with what flexible working actually is, um, if that if that's helpful, um, and, and and then talk a bit about why that's really important for for, for gender equality, because mm. I think sometimes. um, uh, there are misnomers in terms of of flexible working and how that 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 works with with gender equality so I think the first thing to say is that you know flexible working isn't just working from home. Your geography is one part of being able to work flexibly. But you know, that's very b- a binary view of, of, of flexible working. Yeah. Um, flexible working is allowing um, teams and employees um, to vary the amount, the timing and the location of, of where they work. So it encompasses things like part time, mm-hmm. flexi time, home or remote working, job sharing, compressed hours, annualised hours, whether you work just at term time um, how you time bank and then put bank time back how you structure your time off there's so many tools in our kind of flexible working toolbox Mm. Um, and I think what's been um, uh, interesting about about the pandemic is that remote working has really taken the focus um, when it comes to flexible working and I think we have to be careful with that because when you get remote working as it's been enforced in lockdown without any guardrail yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really kind of led to this 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 binary office versus working from yeah, home debate yeah. and, and we at WACL really want to kind of open that out because flexible working is so much more than that and I think you know we've got a few um, big uh, uh, industry grandees going out there saying <laughs> working from home should never be happening going forward we want everyone back yeah. in the office and you know we'll take them on <laughs> <laughs> but it won't just be uh, about 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 remote working. Yeah. So 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 that's flexible working, and I think you know to um, to just then talk about why WACL is mm. really uh, focusing on flexible working and why it's so important for us when we're talking about gender equality and and particularly about the gender pay gap and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and the campaign we've just run is that um, there's a bit of a mi- a misnomer in terms of like pay gap um, and equal pay um, when you're measuring. Um, the gender pay gap what you're really looking at is the number of women that you've got working at different levels in Mm -hmm. your organization as opposed to equal pay which is equal pay for equal job so so when you're looking at gender pay gap reporting what that reporting is trying to get to is the um understanding of how many women you have at each level in the organization so if you think about it like that, flexible working yeah, yeah. is really an obvious answer because mm. basically flexible working helps bring more women into the workplace. Um, women are often often juggling childcare, home arrangements. Mm-hmm. Um, I think lockdown has shown that more men want to do more juggling yeah. which is Fantastic. amazing yeah. um, but but women traditionally in the past have had mm. more of that so it enables them to um, it creates a condition to enable more women to come into the workplace um, also when women can work flexibly it enables them to stay longer yeah. um, we yeah. know that flexible working is one of the biggest tools employers can use to enable women to stay in employment and also work their way up through the ranks and when we get get up into the higher tiers of management in the C-suite and board level, flexible working really enables women to be able to work in the way that they want to Mm -hmm. and be judged on their output, not on presenteeism. So so, so often, you know, if a woman on a board position wants to work four days a week, even if she's delivering the same as somebody working five days a week, her salary and her bonus will be prorated down for Mm -hmm. four days. That's not what flexible working is about. It's about making sure that you get paid on the output, not by the time you spend in in that organisation. So that means that women who are working at that level, who want to be able to work flexibly, are paid the same and bonus the same. And therefore, we can then really work towards that true gender equality through every level of the organisation. So the two, flexible working Mm. and and, and the gender pay gap um, reporting are really, really linked. and, and I think, you know, we we believe very much that flexible working is, is great for everyone. So, um, yes, it's a great tool in our armory, but we've got so much data that shows it's great for absolutely every employee, regardless of gender or sexuality yeah. or ethnicity. So I think, you know, it's something that really um, businesses and employers need, need to grapple with. So, tell me a,
0: a more about gender equality and I, I mean in the context of D&I initiatives there, there seems so so many things to consider now where p- perhaps there wasn't five years ago. <clears throat> Do you think for that reason that the gender equality um, uh, uh, argument and debate has taken a, a bit of a backseat because there's so many other things to wrestle with and is it important to you know keep lighting a fire under that?
1: I think you know one of the things that, that, that the pandemic um, has has shown us, um, and also you know the, the terrible um, uh, situations that have played out um, in, in in the states, and really brought quite mm. rightly um, ethnicity, um, and particularly. Um, uh, 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 black um, uh, uh, women and men of color and and the way that they are being treated um, in terms of human rights, let alone in in, in the workplace, it's it's really shone a light back on equality and I think that um, any organization that isn't focused on equality and making sure that diversity is a number one priority on their agenda is completely missing a trick Mm. and you can't look at equality in buckets I think you know we've learned so much um, when it comes to um, the gender conversation and there's still so much to do but that doesn't mean to say we need to stop work on one area of equality and start work on something else I think you know one of the things that we talk a lot about at at Wackle is that um, we are for gender equality so we are for all women regardless of ethnicity Mm -hmm. um, ability or or disability sexuality and so any woman's fight is Wackle's fight and so we are really leaning into the initiatives that we are know are going to have a huge impact on equality so I think to answer your question you know we can't lose focus on gender equality but that doesn't mean to say that we have to focus on gender equality before we then look at what we do with sexuality what ethnicity and and again when you look at the data um, the issues that are holding women back are holding ethnic minorities back even further and so if we really focus on these challenges then we know that we're going to be able to push equality on um uh, so much further and diversity as a whole in the workplace so you know i think i think you know we have to keep pushing for every area of equality um and we often find that the solutions uh, are the same across every area of, of, of diversity
0: I love that articulation that it's not this binary thing there's not a choice whether we've just got to do this thing or or, or this thing and I've not heard it articulated about I, I think it's brilliant <clears throat> let's talk a bit more about uh gender pay gap which you talked about a bit more uh, a bit more before um it it's said that the the gap won't be closed until 2052 which which feels bonkers some are saying it could be even longer what, what are we getting right, I suppose, because we should talk about um, where people are getting it what, right. What's holding us back doing that sooner?
1: I think, um, you know, it, it comes back to, to why WACL felt so passionate about um, campaigning for mm. the reinstatement of, of gender pay gap reporting. Because, you know, if you measure it you treasure it and you have to focus on understanding where the gaps are. Now, gender pay gap isn't a silver bullet. You, you can't no. just report it and then everything magically happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we felt that, you know, as, as Wackall going back to that 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 point about we're for all women, we were strongly campaigning for, for measuring ethnicity pay gap and disability pay gap. Mm. And um, we were uh, so shocked. And so surprised that we weren't just lobbying for that we were coming back to lobby for gender pay gap reporting and i think you know this is something that um you know we felt the government were taking like five steps backwards you know let alone 2052 um you know there are studies that are being done in america that says the pandemic's pushing the pay gap back um uh by five percent um you know we need to be pushing forward mm. so, so so reporting is, is is the first thing and I think that's something that you know our industry um uh, obviously it's mandatory since 2017 mm-hmm. um big organizations have been reporting but I think what we'd be encouraging is is organizations who don't have to report to report because I think that's the first thing it's that focus yeah, yeah, yeah. understanding where the challenge is and I think um uh, our industry has actually been pretty good at recognising that challenge, um, not just in in gender equality, Mm. but but, um, uh, equality in general and diversity. But I think where we've got a bit more work to do is in actually acting. And putting something in place mm. to be able to really make that change and I think you know our industry um, you were talking to me to me previously about our gender pay gap in, in the industry is just under 25% yeah, yeah. Um, uh, versus um, it just um, under 9% in, in in many other industries mm. and that's got a lot to do with um, how many women um, there are at board level at senior level um, in, in, in our industry and also bonuses I mean obviously that's not even been a conversation in the last year yeah. but when the industry is flying you know bonuses um, do get um, given in greater numbers to more men which is going to shift yes. the average just mm. because there's more men in those positions so i think we've got to keep working on ways of working and practical things we can put in place mm. in our organizations to help keep more women um, uh, uh, of every ethnicity and sexuality in the um in the organisation. Organization and help women take those senior roles um, because that's really where we're going to make a, a, a big, big difference. And that kind of comes full circle back to why we campaign for for more flexible working yeah. because we know that flexible working is the biggest lever that we can use to be able to encourage more women to to to, to stay in work and and keep going and moving up the organisation for, for, for those senior positions.
0: And did you did you learn at the news that the government had? had rode back and it were going to reinstate it did you read it like everyone else or or were you did you have an inkling and you had an insider that told you it was going to happen
1: (laughs) well I mean we are we're very, very proud of, 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 the, of the work that we've done yeah. to do in our campaign. But we did that um, alongside, our, on the business side, two sister organisations, the CMI um, and the Fawcett Society. Yeah. Um, and we're very lucky that we've got the CEO of the CMI, Anne Franca, in, in our ranks at, uh, at WACL. She's a WACL member. Um, and so um, we were really pushing forward as part of a group. Um, and, uh, and, and one of our members kind of close to, to, to government did take um, an insider call to say that this was going to be back on the agenda ah, and reinstated yeah. uh, and they also said again off the record that they would be looking to um, uh, instate um, ethnicity um, uh, pay gap reporting and disability pay gap reporting before the year-end so, so we don't feel like our campaign is over now yeah, it, yeah. It, we've not yeah. had it reinstated we don't want any further delays we'd have loved it to be instated now not October mm-hmm. um, but we really yeah. need to keep pushing as an industry um, on on ethnicity and disability reporting. Because again, that's going to give us focus. If we focus on it, we measure it, we do something to solve it.
0: And the the business case is, you know, it's never been clearer than ever. Uh, An estimated 150 billion benefit to UK GDP if you get gender equality right in the workforce. Is that not to say, you know, there should be an argument that this should be a, a financial KPI? If you could say to a business that this is this is like cash money that you're going to get as, as a benefit if you get it right, surely people are going to be yanking your arm off for that kind of thing, particularly at the moment.
1: Well, it's one of the tools that that, that, that the CA, CEO um, and, and leaders of, of, of businesses can use. Mm. And I think, you know, um, our, our, we um, sold our agency, the Brooklyn Brothers, to IPG. Um, and I'm um, a, a, a huge, huge fan of the way that IPG and Michael Roth particularly um, uh, focused his boards on gender equality. Mm. And he put a KPI in there. Bonuses would not be paid if the gender equality Um, uh, uh, stats weren't increasing and that there was better gender equality, particularly at board and senior level. Um, And you could see that 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 had a real impact because, you know, when it's when it's when the focus is is on um, something that's measured, but also KPI would in terms of financial benefits, it really does give a focus. And it's not like we're saying this is bad for business. We know this is hugely (laughs) good for business. So I think, you know, um, KPIing is all on our, um, our equality in general um, and what we're all doing as an industry um, to make sure that in our organisations, we're truly representative, um, I think is, is a hugely good idea. And we've got great case studies to, to show that it's a beneficial.
0: As uh, a, a brilliant example of, of Michael that you've just given there, what, what more can men be doing to support women in getting better, better equality?
1: i think that um you know we we all need to to, to measure um we all need to listen mm. um i think you know there are there are many challenges that um that have that the pandemic has um has thrown up for men um uh, as yeah. well as as mm. well as women and i think you know we all need to be allies to each other um and then i th- it's to really make sure that we are action orientated Mm. and I think we work together as a team to put things in place that are really going to help drive that particular agenda and deliver greater equality and I think you know we are at Wackle uh, we are there to highlight challenges but we see very much our role as being um, uh, able to share some of the really rich um, case studies and learnings that that WACL members have had in their organisations as to how to move these forward. And, you know, we're really shining a light on on great case studies from men as well as women um, who have had real success on this. So um, in terms of flexible working and what you can do with Gender Pay Gap, I I really would encourage men and women to go to wacl.info and look at those case studies and look at those learnings. And it's rich with statistics um, to really kind of help anyone put their action plan uh, in place
0: and what would you say to young women looking to join the industry of course the the current generation that are at university are going to graduate have a pretty tough time of it anyway because their experience would have been very different to other people or maybe people that haven't got university degrees what, what would you say to to women who are looking to come into the industry what sort of top t- jackie's top tips if they if they existed and i'm sure you get asked I... all the time <laughs>
1: I think I think you know that, 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 that there's 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 so many things you know that that, that women can be doing but mm. I think if you if you or people in general could be doing but I think if you're asking me about women in in general mm. I think it's about speaking up. I think I think women often feel the need to hide their light under a bushel or get something 100% right before they actually open their mouths and speak up. Yeah. And I think that um, making sure that when um, the new generation comes into our industry, they don't feel hampered by um, having to to learn everything um, or 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 be judged um, if they say something that isn't, isn't quite yeah. right or they're worried it's not quite, it's mm. speak up. And I think you know that, that comes back to, to International Women's Day really and, 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 that, and that absolute kind of central point which is mm. choose to challenge. You know, we've got so many things right in the industry and we've got so many things wrong. And if you spot something that needs to be challenged, yeah. you know, solution orientated, Give it a go come up with a solution but choose to challenge speak up and, and 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 be part of the debate because you're never going to move anything forward if
0: you're not part of the debate and uh one one final question i mean you're this brilliant campaigning president for for Wackle. what what legacy do you hope to leave that you'll look back in a year's time and you'll think yeah i mean you've obviously got things like flexible first and, and all these things but what, what is it people will say about jackie stevenson Wackle president in that time when we were locked down.
1: Well, I, I hope that they'll say about Wackle and, you know, my leadership is only part of that. You know, I think I think this is so yeah. much to do with the exec and, and the members, but I really hope that they say we made a difference. Um, I think that you know Whackall making a difference in the big things mm. um, to really campaign to get um, uh, gender pay gap reporting back and flexible working part of the agenda, but also in the small things. I think the support and the camaraderie we've offered our members, and also the work we're doing ourselves as a club to be more diverse and more inclusive. Yeah. I think you know we really need to make a difference on that as well because we've got work to do as a club too. So yes, I'd love for them to say, wow, in that pandemic year and years going forward, all <laughs> yeah. made a difference.
0: Well, hopefully, you'll, 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 you'll only be one ever uh, lockdown present of Wackle. Let's hope we don't ever have to have one uh, again. So you'll be unique in that sense. Jackie, thank you so much for giving me half an hour or so. I, I'm just, I, I I talked to lots of people before talking to you. And, you know, we've not talked about loads of stuff. Your your dancing. I'd love to agree on your ad agency background back in the day at CDP. I mean, there's so much stuff we, we could have covered, but um m- my sense that you are you're about solutions you're about doing stuff you're about action and i think it's a a, a breath of fresh air in a month lots of sort of talk and slight fatigue with initiatives and things you're getting stuff done and I, I think that's brilliant and i think if nothing you don't get anything else from this 20 minutes you'll get a sense that you want to get things done
1: oh james thank you so much i really really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and i have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation thank our you our pleasure
0: thanks so much the IAB UK podcast. Jackie Stevenson, Wackle's current president there. She just has this brilliant balance of knowing there's a way to go in terms of gender equality, but carries this positivity and glass half full outlook on things and just this almost breathless drive to get things done. And that is just based on spending thirty minutes with her over Zoom. incredible. I loved her comment about having a pack mentality when it comes to campaigning, which you just can't underestimate how powerful that is. and the proof I guess is in the pudding when it comes to things like reinstating uh, gender pay gap reporting. We didn't get into the ballroom dancing as much as I would liked. And uh, I would have loved to have got some more insight into her CPD agency days. Um, get Smashed by Sam Delaney is a brilliant, brilliant book on the glory days of Adland and there's loads of brilliant stuff in there. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget that if you want to listen to more episodes like this one, they're all available uh, on our website at iabuk.com or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks very much for listening. IAB UK building sustainable future for digital advertising.